Hey, this is Colt Cabana, professional wrestler from the Art of Wrestling podcast. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio Podcast, which is weird because it's either radio or podcast. Can't be both, but hey, with you, baby, it is. Yeah. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the After Party! TLC After Party. It's uh, it's me, it's Jose. We're still partying it in the Diamond Studio. Yeah. Uh, keep it going. Keep, Hangover tomorrow. I know. Well, that's that's you have to keep it going for Monday Night Raw tonight, you yeah. know? Uh, but this is uh, the TLC After Party. We're here about talking not tender love and care, but a little tables, ladders, and chairs coming from 2018. Uh, from the SAP Center happened last night. San Jose. Uh, WWE's pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I was there live. You watched it at home. So I know, you know, we probably, I actually ended up watching it again, though, later. You get, have to, right? To get some real notes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but before we get into that, you know, just like we said, every show. Every show. Uh, well, first off, no, screw it. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, do you like my shirt? I love it. It's the king of the death match. It's Terry Funk versus Cactus Jack. I'm wearing it today because, you know, this week we're reviewing it. It's my my wrestling show and tell tell, uh, that I picked for this week um, that we review in the B show. And this is the Japanese, yep, Japan's 1995 at the Kawasaki Stadium. Kawasaki Stadium, August 20th. I put a link in actually the last B show. Uh So if anyone wants to go watch it, they can go watch it. I'm going to go watch it. I don't know if it's completely legal. Oh, uh, but. I'm still going to watch it. was like Daily Motion or something. So, okay. you know, they take the fall for it, you know? Yeah, not you. You know? Yeah. And that's what I really like about uh, It's like the perfect crime. I do something. Someone else takes the fall for it. Mm-hmm. It's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. Content for the show. Yeah. <laughs> but guys, you know, if you want to hear that or any of our other shows, you better that's, check us out. That's the exploding ring match, right? Yes. Oh, right. The, the C4 exploding <laughs> match. Uh, check us out on SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. But uh, there, we're also on a bunch of other podcast delivery applications including itunes google stitcher Castbox, and so many 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 more if you want to stay notified whenever we have a new show if you want to be the first to listen the first to respond the first to put a comment the first to like share subscribe hit us up on facebook twitter instagram at cwr415 because you know we need people to to spread the word of cwr415 we, we can only be the messengers yeah we need the messengers to have delivery people just like you know newspapers we have there's there's delivery options, yeah, you know, like the movie uh, The Postman. The Postman. Yep, with Kevin Costner. Have you ever see that? No. Is that about? Was he was he a it's postal not a, officer? It's not a great movie, mm-hmm. but it, but every time it's on, I watch. So no, he was uh, he was just like some grifter, and uh, he. Long story short, uh, he joined a, a a band of you know um, ragtag. Uh, it, it was like a it was a, a group of bad guys, you know. It yeah. was, it, and he left that crew. And while he was leaving or escaping the confines of that group, um, he found a postman truck. And this is post-apocalyptic, by the way. Okay. So when he finds the postman truck, he f- he gets this mail and all this uh, gear. He took it off of a cadaver, right? Because he was cold. Yeah. Well, and he, and he went to a different town uh, to you know maybe a grovel at somebody's feet for some food and water. Yeah. And his way in was, I got some mail. Ooh. Fast forward, he 
I'm boring everybody now, but no, keep going. Fast keep forward. Going. Uh, I got something. To, I got something to go with it. People everywhere, well, mostly kids, teenagers, they hear about this postman that, and the United States is supposedly rebuilding itself. Right. So all these teenagers start delivering mail themselves and setting up their own outposts and post offices. So he goes to the next town. He was like, "What do you mean there was already a, a post guy here?" Wait, so he's killing people? No, no, no. He's uh, delivering mail, but oh. he's he's doing it. Oh, he had a satchel oh. full of mail. I know exactly which movie you're talking about. Okay. They made fun of it, like on The Simpsons too. At one point, I'm sure they did. Yeah, the Simpsons like, gets everybody. Like Kevin Costner was like doing like they were like, oh, we're at the new DVD store, and like <laughs> Kevin Costner was doing voiceovers, but he was like in the back room, like doing it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, guys, that'd be awesome if you want to get into people's houses. Just Start <laughs> spreading the word of City Wrestling Radio. Yeah, that's what I like. You know. You, you get some info on pro wrestling. You get some news. We need teenagers to carry our message. And then get the older people in so we can party with them and not you because you're stupid teenagers. Yeah. You guys suck. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You guys are cool, I guess. Teenagers are cool. Teenagers are great. They think they know. The, they know what they are. They're young. They're kids. They don't know. That's that's why they're so great. <laughs> uh, let's kick it off uh, uh, some news uh, today. You know, oh, before okay. we get into reviews, because you know we, we have news every every episode, every, every episode. Not, not a whole lot of news. Yeah. Uh, first off, some minor news: a new faction has formed in Ring of Honor. Stop it! I know. Well, you know how uh, the elite have left Ring of Honor. Supposedly, they've said their goodbyes to yep. Ring of Honor this past Friday at the uh, final battle show. Mm-hmm. Um, this this past uh, Saturday during tapings, uh, Marty Scroll, Brody King, and PCO have formed their new faction called Villain Enterprises. Cool. Doesn't really roll off the tongue. It doesn't, uh, but it's, I can see it on a t-shirt. But uh, I believe villain, you know, ENT allegedly our buddy, uh, you know, Wanda the Dead uh, did the design for their logo. Oh, nice! So moving on up in the world. So I, I, you know, I know he's worked worked and done shirts for them in the past. Uh-huh. I think he did the logo. And you know, if he didn't, I'm really sorry if I'm giving you credit. Yeah, but just take it and run. <laughs> take it and run. One. Go, go. Just say you did it until someone calls you out for it, and then you'd be like, "Oh no, I didn't say it." The kids at City Wrestling Radio did. They're the dumb ones. Blame the teenagers. Uh, but some real news. Apparently, last night, you know, TLC uh, from the SAP Center. Right. Uh, one of the biggest flops of the night, and I think you can agree with me on this, is the Seth Rollins and uh, Dean Ambrose match. Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was the worst match of the night. Um, personally, you know, okay. Speaking. Look, should I save my opinion for the match itself, or just kick it here? Well, the, let's save the critiques for the for the match match. Okay. Um, well, I wasn't going to critique the actual match. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. okay. Let me just say this real quick. The match was was actually not bad. It, it, the problem with this was. It, the storyline, the build was kind of lame, and nobody was really emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really care about this match. Yeah, I just the and the payoff just was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Well, I know I, nobody cared. Nobody cared. I was I wasn't furious, but I know the crowd at SAP Center was furious, uh-huh. chanting, chanting, "This is boring." Right, right. Um, I, I wasn't furious watching it. I, I just did, I wasn't invested. I didn't chant, "This is boring," but I did join with the clap. I will say that. Yeah, you have to. Um, or but else you'd be a martyr. Somebody else in the in the stadium was reportedly furious too. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, the person who said he was going to be at Raw tonight uh-huh. at, from Sacramento, was in attendance and he was furious with the match and the reaction it got. And also with the uh, with the overall wrestling of the, or the performance of the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so no word exactly what's going to happen after this going forward. 
I have a feeling that this title is going to be taken quickly off of Dean Ambrose. Yep. Um, because apparently there's going to be a lot of changes happening in WWE coming uh, up. I, didn't I say reboot uh, last week? Um, they're rebooting. I definitely think they are. You know, mm-hmm. they're. And I think you called it, um, in when we were chatting earlier, yeah. about you know no more brands, mm-hmm. or at least it's going to be the maybe some sort of I don't know maybe like not I don't know it's weird as long as they don't still do the super shows yeah and still yeah, say yeah. that there's brands uh-huh. because remember that there was a point yeah. where they were like it's the raw smackdown super show yeah yeah but it was still like they were like oh my god this person's from raw this person's from smackdown but they were everybody was on both shows yeah so it's just like dude mm-hmm. drop the gimmick yeah 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 <clears throat> um but vincent kennedy man's gonna re- reportedly be there tonight to shake it up mm. and uh you know we'll see what happens apparently uh according to i think one of the websites i gotta pull up my information right here According to this is wrestlinginc.com, Vince did not want to be there. You know, apparently he was. He said this is a last ditch effort to actually boost ratings, and yeah, he didn't want to be on TV. Well, yeah, he doesn't want to be on TV anymore because you know he's there. Yeah, he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be on TV anymore. He wanted to take a. He wants to be more of a backstage role lately. So, well, he recognizes that he is stale. Yeah, yeah, and he recognizes that his writing a couple weeks ago was stale, and then mm-hmm. wrote against his own writing. Yeah, he, you know what? <clears throat> you know what's really funny? That guy is such a projector. He's projecting so much with the whole Daniel Bryan thing, the fickle thing. Yeah, that guy is fick- the more fickler. Like I don't even know if that's a word, but he's more fickler than anybody. Yeah, he's yeah. the ficklest. Yeah, I, I could totally see Vince going. You know, instead of yes, say fickle uh, to the fans. Uh, and Brian's like, okay, like, fickle. He's like, oh, yeah, just like that. That's what they say to me. He's kind of fickle. Yeah. But apparently Vince McMahon's going to be there tonight. You know, Raw does this being filmed as we record this, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I've been trying to stay off the interwebs because I don't want to hear about I actually, it. I want to be surprised tonight to see what happens. Yeah, I want to be surprised. I want my genuine reaction to, you know, be like, really? Yeah. Really? Uh, so or, let's, Wow, great idea, Vince. Good job. Let's kick off uh, our uh, TLC predictions. Or not predictions, our after party. Yeah. Sorry. The opposite of predictions. <laughs> we, kicked the, we kicked it off. Uh, our first match of the night was uh, Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander. I actually don't have notes on the pre-show matches. Okay. Um, you know, I know uh, Cedric Alexander did hit the lumbar check. Um, and what time, Buddy Murphy, this, what time did it start? It started like right after 3 o'clock. Wow. That's a long, 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 mm-hmm. long night. Mm-hmm. Um, he hit a lumbar check. I know Buddy Murphy rolled out of the ring at one point. Um, then Buddy Murphy, I think, eventually did hit the the finish was the match was the juggernaut bomb, I think. Sure, okay. And Buddy Murphy retains, you know, long story short. Mm-hmm. And then the other match was the guitar on a pole. On, I don't know. I don't even know what to call this match. Yeah. Because it, the guitar, made, it made no difference. Mm-hmm. Why was the guitar in the match? So he just grabbed the guitar and they were like, you win. Ding, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. That's so dumb. Yeah. He didn't hit anybody with it? Oh, well, not until after the match when Lashley hit him with it. See, it's more drama if you grab it and then the first person to get hit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because you could, you know, throw that thing around, have it fall out on the outside. Or I honestly think. go chase it. They need, they need to be more strict with the rules, especially yeah. with TLC. Mm-hmm. And this one. It should be you get it, you can use it, but only the person who gets it can use it. Personally uh, but, speaking, uh, yeah, okay, but that. Uh, 
Because what's the guy supposed to do? Just kind of take a knee and be like, okay, hit me in the back. You can use it. Well, that was weird. I didn't know what that yeah. was. Huh. Some website. Uh, yeah, some you website. got a advertisement. Oh, I see it now. Okay, keep going. Sorry. That's right. Uh, yeah, so it was it was just dumb. It was stupid. Um, eventually, after the match, Elias does win by grabbing the guitar off of the uh, off the ladder. Chain, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And he wins, but eventually uh, Lashley and Leo Rush beat him down. Leo Rush does hit the final hour, and Lashley does hit him with the guitar. But Elias still wins. <coughs> Elias still wins. Okay. Well, all right. Elias still wins. Damn, that's dumb. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I completely agree. I think it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. Let's move on to the main card. So we kick off the main card uh-huh. with the mixed match challenge match. Get it out the way. Not a title match, not not a cruiserweight championship match. Mm-hmm. That match that could have been, you know what I mean? Like Facebook could have had their time before the show too. You know what I mean? They they could have totally did a Facebook exclusive at TLC. Exactly. Yeah, they dropped the ball there. So Facebook probably should have uh, been like, no, 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 let us run it. They probably just yeah, and I'm sure. I honestly think that was a WWE call. They probably just wanted the the fans to look like there were pe- more people in attendance. Because mm-hmm. I will say this. Mm-hmm. I was at the show. Uh-huh. And you know, there's the front row that faces hard cam. That was full. Yeah. The first two rows on the other side, however, Uh-oh. dead empty. Ooh. Dead empty. They actually ended up moving um, one of the sections that was in the back of the floor into the front. You guys get a free ticket upgrade. No, we didn't. I they know, did. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. We saw them. They all got moved and they were handed paper tickets uh, to sit up front. Good, so, good for them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for them. But uh, yeah. Uh, Truth and Carmella did win with uh, Carmella putting her submission on Alicia Fox, making uh-huh. her tap out. I love dance breaks. Um, the dance break in this was pretty funny because the Singh brothers did come in the ring and start uh-huh. doing their kind of like Bollywood type dance. Yeah, yeah. Our Truth does end up throwing them out. Um, but Carmella and Truth win the match and are number 30s in their um, projected Royal Rumbles. Uh-huh. And um, apparently, I didn't know this until last night, but they get a vacation? Yeah. Anywhere <laughs> in the world, you get a paid vacation. And Charlie tells them that before the match, they had to submit their destination. Carmella's like, what? I had no idea. Uh-huh. But Truth. Where are we going? Like, Spain? She, he knew all along, and he, he took care of it. Mm. They're going to Stanford, Connecticut, to the WWE headquarters. Because, you know, they didn't have to go there already. I'm just saying, man. Like, you probably already go there, what, once a, three times a year already? Yeah, you know they have their Christmas party over there. Ah, come to the Stanford. No, do they have a Christmas party? I'm sure think? they have it on the road somewhere. Wherever, I feel like, at, I feel like they, they everyone just has their own party. Oh yeah, You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Are we going to Mrs. this year or are we going to... Uh... Apparently Raw and SmackDown are being taped ahead of time, I heard, this week, too. Really? Well, it is... Um, For Christmas? It's holiday week. Yeah. We got to talk about our schedule, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, they're going to Stanford, Connecticut. So, Carmella's pissed. Our truth is elated. Uh, I guarantee you this. Our truth will come out number 30 in the Women's Royal Rumble. Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guarantee you this. Uh, Carmella is going to keep her 30 spot. But our truth is going to get uh, backstage bombarded by somebody. Yeah, but it'll happen after he comes out number thirty in the women's rumble. He'll be like, yeah, oh, they'll, he'll they'll be do backstage. Where they're like, no, 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 not this match. 
Yeah, yeah. He'll go backstage, and then eventually you'll see R Truth and Octavio. Wait, well, R Truth's not down. Who's number 30? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll uh, see him laid out with a pipe next to his head. We need to tag him in this show because if he, if he listens and he'd be like, damn, you guys really knew the future. Mm-hmm. That means you've got to come on the show. But yeah. the cool thing is, they did come out in Sharks gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you're right. that? He you're came right, out yeah. in a Sharks jersey, and, and she, she had colors. in uh, turquoise and uh-huh. black. So that's yep. pretty cool. Um, Carmella started smiling at the ramp after. Everything was said and done. Well, they won, you know. Yeah, sure, but she was pissed. She was like, okay, fine. She's like, yay, I get to face Becky or Charlotte or Asuka. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, did I ask you what you thought of the show overall? Oh, uh, no. What do you think of the show overall? You know what? Um, I'm not a big fan of, of, the, the, of, the, whole of the whole show. It has its bright spots, and I love the bright spots. But the lulls kind of drag the whole show, and it's too long. It's just too long. I would I would say like I'm, I know we don't give like ratings, but I would say it was like a C pay per view. Yeah, yeah, it was C. You know because um, the lows were really low, but the highs were really high, and yeah. they kind of evened each other out. And I had a delicious chick- chicken sandwich when I was there too. Wow, so. See, that'll make up for a lot. Uh, we kick off our next match with the Bar versus the New Day versus the Usos. This is actually the second time I've seen this match this weekend <laughs> uh, because they did the exact same match the night before at a house show in, in Oakland. Oakland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, Kofi and Sheamus start the match. I don't. I mean, I don't. It wasn't the exact same match, but they they were know. practicing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Kofi and Sheamus start the match. Uh, back and forth between the two men. All hell breaks loose. Uh, then Jay goes for a suicide dive. It's met with a European uppercut by Shame or by Cesaro. Cool. Uh, Sheamus then looks like he's going to go for a hurricane rana on Xavier. Did you notice the spot? Yeah. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? You're you have never you've done that. Never done a hurricane rana. <laughs> And he gets crotched by Xavier Woods, falling on the, the ropes. Hot tag to Kofi. Uh, then we get a hidden tag to Jimmy Uso. Uh, Cesaro catches Kofi for a suplex. That's when Jimmy Uso hits a crossbody onto Kofi while he's being suplexed by Cesaro. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool spot. I will yeah, say yeah. that. Uh, then we get a super kick party by the Usos. That was fun. Man, and I know I heard, you know, rumor has it that the Young Bucks might have turned down WWE offers. Just takes down my chances of ever seeing the Usos versus the Young Bucks versus the Young Bucks. That would have been awesome. Uh, Cesaro swinging to Kofi Kingston. Then Sheamus goes for a bro kick to Kofi, but Sheamus misses. Double uh, double stomp takedown to Sheamus by Kofi. Tag to Xavier. Trouble in Paradise followed by an elbow drop by Xavier. Kick out. Kofi then takes out uh, the Usos and Cesaro on the outside. Um, Let's see. Who was it? Xavier and... Sheamus are in the ring. He goes for the hopping DDT. Sheamus meets him with a bro kick and the pin for the win. Still tag team champions. Yay, I got one prediction correct. There you go. Oh, yeah, the winner of predictions, Michael, you know, as he always wins. <sighs> Good for him. I'm second place. You won third place. So you still yeah. placed. Yeah, well, sure. You won three out of three. I mean, I mean, three third place out of third place. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, next up is uh, Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman in a TLC-like match. You know what I found kind of uh, stupid, eerie coincidence? What's that? Is that they advertised Vince appearing on Monday Night Raw right before this match. <clears throat> I'm going to shake things up. Yeah, I mean, I thought Baron was going to win and he was going to get fired the next night. I thought Baron was going to win. They were going to drag this angle out a little bit longer. Oh, dude. They, they need to shake. They really do. like Vince is literally like, no, we need to shake this shit up. Yeah. Like yeah. we're done. Like we're getting the lowest ratings possible. Mm-hmm. Christmas is coming up. Christmas is going to bring us even lower ratings. Mm-hmm. 
especially if these are pre-taped, um, results are going to get out. Yeah, oh yeah. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll probably have our review out before the show starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, On Friday. Uh, but Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman. Baron Corbett's in the ring. Heath Slater is refing for me. Ding! Mm-hmm. Point for me. Uh, Baron then tells Heath Slater to start the 10 count to count out uh, Braun Strowman. He gets to seven, and out comes Braun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Braun comes down. He says, you know, he's wearing a sling first off over his yeah, arm. So he is, he's yeah. obviously still hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes down and says, the good thing about being in a TLC match is that anybody can help me, especially people that are tired of dealing with a crappy general manager. Great use of logic. Absolutely. And then out comes Apollo. It's really funny watching because I watch this on TV. And first person you see is Apollo Crews. Yeah. Finn Balor was out there for a good three minutes oh, before wow. you see Apollo. Like uh. I was like. Oh, wait, there's Finn. And Finn's just like, just waiting with the chair. Uh-huh. And Apollo shows up first. Then uh, then he sees um, Gable and Rude. The glorious ones. And uh-huh. Finn Balor all outside with chairs. Um, and then Slater pulls off the referee shirt. Slater then goes. He starts punching um, Baron Corbin. They all beat down with the chairs. Baron gets out of the ring. He walks up the ramp. And here comes the returning Kurt Angle to uh, bring back Baron to the ring. Did, did I add that to my predictions? Because... I thought it the whole time, but I don't know if I said it. I, dude, I, dude, it. Add another point to me. Uh, all right, I'll give you. I'll give you one. <laughs> you lost. I still you, lost by uh, by what? You still in third place by one? Yeah. Yeah. You, you get you get a post show point. Um. So he comes out, starts hitting Baron with a chair that he's grabbed from the ramp. Um. They all beat down. They all. Everyone hits their finishers. Um. Because didn't Rude and Gabe? They have a new finisher, right? It yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. They, they like so. Rude hits like a suplex, and Gable does a a moon salt off yeah, the rope. Yeah, look, I mean, inventive. Uh-huh. It's it looks, different. It looks cool. It's new. I, yeah, everybody's finisher actually came off really well on uh-huh. this one. Um, can I just say that Kurt Angle needs to please for once just point at the people that he's going up against. He had a perfect opportunity to do the you suck thing. Oh, we were all doing it at the, in the crowd. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, mean, I was know. I was pointing at him. I was like, yeah, I know what you point mean. At fucking Corbin. It's for you, Jose. I was pointing at you, Corbin. Yeah. It's just for blocking us, Corbin, on Twitter, <laughs> asshole. Now, Angle always points to the crowd. Come on, man. Use your, use your noggin. He's like, yeah, me, chant. He just hears, like, noise. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, they they love me. He's like a conductor. Yeah. Uh, so then eventually, after a coup de grace, Braun Strowman does pin Baron Corbin with his foot, just a foot over the Baron Corbin's body. Uh-huh. Uh, Baron Corbin no longer in charge of Monday Night Raw. All his power stripped of him. I'm assuming that he'll have power for the first ten minutes of Raw um, tonight, and then or Angle and no uh, Baron. Oh, he'll come out saying like, "Well, my contract it says I uh, I'm still general manager for tonight, so you have to put up with." And then Vince is going to come out and mm-hmm. fire him. No chance. Fire him as a general manager, not as yeah, a competitor. Yeah, yeah, though. As, yeah. He'll say. Or he'll say something like, you're now a ref. Because <laughs> uh, you know how Vince funny. is like a good guy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, make him constable again? <laughs> yeah. I, I have a question. Yeah. What's your question? Braun Strowman terrorized some of these guys that came out to help him. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, he's their, their besties again? What, what, especially Finn. Remember they had a... Well, you know how DC starts a reboot, you know, every couple of years. Yeah. And Marvel does a reboot every, like, 30 years. Uh-huh. We're getting WWE reboot every, what, five months? Every three weeks, it feels like. So, you know, uh, Balor's just like, yeah, you know, buddy, feller, you know, 
I don't know. You're still my little buddy, Finn. Hey, sorry for attacking you, Finn. You know, I'm hurt now, and uh, you, we could all agree that. Uh, I had time to reflect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just like that's I feel like it's just like kind of in Braun's character, though, because I think about that, like, you know, I watched a, one of those YouTube videos. It's like my son is a WWE wrestler or yeah. my son or my child is a WWE superstar. Yeah. And Braun was just like, I had this job at Auto Mechanics and I went in there and I was pissed off and I broke something. The guy fired me. So I came back the next day and I said, I'm sorry. And they had the guy, his boss on there, his actual <laughs> yeah. boss was like, yeah. I fired his ass. <laughs> then he came back in the next day and he said, you know, Mr. So-and-so, I'm deeply sorry for what I did. I regret my decision. You know, will you please take me back? I said, get your ass back to work. <sighs> and uh, and apparently Braun was just as big. So, you know, that, that's scary. It's that he has thing. a habit of messing up and then coming back with his tail between his legs. Exactly. So like, Balor, I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. You're still my little buddy. And Finn's just like, hey, Balor Club's for everybody, right? Yeah. Our next match of the night is Liv Mor- or, uh, Ruby Riot versus Natalia in a tables match. Ooh, mm. It wasn't the worst match of the night, just because, you know, by default of uh, Ambrose and Seth. Yep. But it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> a good match by any means. No, the, the highlight of this match was... Liv Morgan going through the table. Exactly. Jesus Christ, that woman took the, like the, the worst, not the worst bump, it just, it looked good. Yeah. It looked yeah, yeah, really yeah. good for somebody falling through a table. The table broke exactly on impact. Uh-huh. And this is it might it might be all coincidence, but it looked beautiful. Her it table broke exactly on impact. Uh-huh. She fell perfectly through the middle of the table. Yeah. And the table broke exactly in the middle. Yeah. Like what what else can you ask for? Uh yeah. Natalia does She hit it ass first too. She, she did it on her back. Good. Her back her. hit the uh mats. Oh, that scares me. I mean, I'm sure yeah. she felt good. She she felt good, but it's like I worry about that booty. Yeah. I'm kidding. Um <laughs> She falls through the table. She puts Liv Morgan through the table and Sarah Logan. Eventually, she does pull out her own table because you know how Ruby Wright had the table with Jim the Nightheart uh, Fathead decal on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Natalia knows how to go online and go to fathead.com too mm-hmm. and order her own decal. But her decal of Ruby Wright was like two times bigger than the J- Jim Nightheart one. Yeah. Did you yeah, notice that? Yeah, I did. <clears throat> Both tables are set up eventually. Uh, Natalia oh, goes and, outside. And door. Cole with the line. It's been a long time since we've seen Natty smile like this. <laughs> Dude, she smiles every time. This whole match. Come on. This whole match is uh, for Total Divas. This whole match is for yeah, Divas. Oh, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, for 100% sure. 100. percent This is yes, for Divas, for sure, for because, sure. Because because it's it's such a baby face when she put bo- all three women through the table. Uh-huh. You mean I bet you anything they're gonna have some sort of storyline on Told Divas where they're kind of like punking her a little bit. Yeah, and she's like, you know, it just felt so good to get my redemption for my father. You know, mm. and I represent my father, and you know, all good. I love people. That, good for you. I, I'm not yeah. dissing the storyline. Yeah. It's just I can tell what it's filmed for. Mm-hmm. You know, and at the end of the match, both tables are set up. Um, um, Natalia goes outside, grab Jim, her father's jacket from the eighties, which yep. I noticed one of the anvil decals fell off uh-huh. on one yeah, side. Yeah. Uh, and then she puts on, so are these the same glasses? Did she glue them back together? Oh my God. What's up no, with these she, glasses? She's had a spare all along. That's why she's been smiling every week. Cause she knew she had a spare. <gasps> Did Ruby along. break the spares and these are the real glasses? No, the, dude, we talked about it uh, maybe last week or two weeks ago. We were uh, like, you know, she, doesn't he have like 50 different ones that, that he just had at home? 
because you know he was on the road. He's liable to lose them. <laughs> oh, it's my dad's third pair. Sorry. Yeah, there's like fifty other. Well, pairs see, you home. broke his favorite pair, his second favorite pair. He really, I have his. First he really liked pair. them because they fit on me so well. Like yeah. they were, they yeah. weren't his favorite. They were actually my favorite of his. He actually hated those glasses, <laughs> but I really loved them. I'm like, all right, Natty, whatever. Yeah, and another thing. That's wrong with this match Uh-oh. is at the end. Yeah, uh, Natty raises the Ruby Riot uh, oh, oh, table, yeah. so she puts uh, Ruby Riot through a table with a was like a sunset flip, flip power bomb. Yeah, or just like a power bomb through it, the table. It was just a ropes. power bomb. Yeah, yeah, because she goes under her power bombs or through the her own table, the yeah. Ruby Riot table. Yeah, and then holds up the yeah the holds up the table. Yeah, and like Ruby's like decal legs are hanging off, <laughs> yeah. floating, and we're, yeah. everyone's like ah yeah yeah, like, and like. Dude, it but just... shouldn't she ran over to her dad's one and pick that one up <laughs> and show that to the camera? What is she gonna do? Like take the table and be like, "Okay, dad, I love you," and like treat the table like her dad now, like yeah, put, yeah, put it at she, dinner, dude, like that's sit the... the table at the dinner table, be like my dad's still here, daddy. He's never left us. Like, okay, Natalia, you see, don't talk, dad, dad, don't listen to them, okay. Brett, do you want to come see Jim? Mommy, and, look, I brought Daddy to, to dinner. Oh, you know, I think she's got a problem. You know, that's <laughs> Jim's. Jim's been dead for a couple of years. You know. Oh, and then Brett starts tagging with the table, and they reformed the Heart Foundation. Oh my God! Well, with all that brain uh, trauma that <sighs> Brett has, he might he might fall for it. Oh, you know, yeah, that table. It, it, it's really my uh, tag team partner. You know, our next match of the night is Drew McIntyre versus Finn Balor in the huh moment of the night well, i so? would say i didn't see the outcome of this match coming from a mile away oh yeah yeah yeah. you're right about you that know? yeah uh so the we all struck out on this one right uh no i think michael michael actually picked mike i don't remember i mean let's see let's see real quick i think you might pick finn uh well somebody was forced to oh he was forced to, oh he was forced to pick finn that's why he oh. was that's why so he actually see it's getting you over michael the force prediction the thing you hated for so long uh, McIntyre starts uh, with the beat down on Balor for about five good minutes. Uh, very slow match where the crowd kind of lost interest, I felt like. I lost a little bit of interest, but you know what? The, the, well, at least the crowd in attendance is growing a, quiet. Yeah, this is such a brutal and stiff match that that kept me hanging in oh, there. Oh, they're incredible workers. I yeah, mean, yeah, I can't yeah. take anything away from but them. It, it was, at the same time as being brutal and very stiff, yeah, the, the spots were well protected, mm-hmm. and they took care of each other very well. They just pull off a great match every time. Finn Balor does hit. What, what is it called? Around the World DDT. I would call that. Sure. Okay. Because you, I don't know. Around the World DDT to uh, to Drew McIntyre, suicide dive McIntyre, uh, tilt to world backbreaker to Balor. Oh, that looked great. Balor reverse. I know it was really good. Balor reverses an Alabama slam into a roll up because it just shows that core strength of Balor where he never eats a carb. Mm-hmm. Uh, just eat a damn donut as a. Uh, Ambrose would say, uh, modified side slam. Did, what's the name of that move? The one the McIntyre, top rope driver. Yeah, the one he comes down where they just call it the driver. Oh, look at that insane look at that driver! Crazy move. Yeah, uh, hits that. Eventually, he knocks uh, McIntyre to the outside. He catches him in the ropes or into the into the what do you call it? The side, the ring apron. Yeah, uh, kind of. They were like uh, with shades of Fit Finley. I don't know. I, I know I do it like uh, Morrow, but you uh. know. Still, they were talking about uh, Finley in that match. Because Finley used to always do that, remember? Well, I don't. You don't remember that? No. Finley would catch him in the ropes and then start beating him down because well, they'd be caught is, up in is the, that. Is that when he had the shillelagh? Or not the ropes, but the apron. The I'm apron. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. With the shillelagh and hornswoggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't a big fan back then. Um, eventually, McIntyre does hit a Glasgow, Glasgow kiss to Finn Balor. Ziggler then uh, comes out through the through the fans and hits uh, McIntyre with a super kick. Kaboom. 
uh, then grabs a chair, uh, tries to go after um, McIntyre with the chair. They fight back into the ring. Uh, Balor hits a was it shotgun drop kick to McIntyre uh-huh. while he's holding the chair, so you know it hurt extra hard. Yep. Uh, then he hits the coup de gras and the win. One, the pin. two, three. What? Yeah, I think everyone in attendance was a little uh, a little shocked. But hey, did, did they Balor? Did they pop? Yeah, a little bit. I think every I the people in my section were just a little bit more like what? It was a gasp. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it just because it, everybody knows that after this match, where does it go? We know Finn Balor is not going to go up in the ranks. We know McIntyre is not going to go down in the ranks. Yeah. We know McIntyre is still going to eventually go after the Universal Title. Mm-hmm. You know, once um, whoever he's probably going to win the Rumble, McIntyre, and yeah, that's yeah. why that's why I, he's I would, losing now. I would Honestly, say he's odds-on favorite. Yeah. So, it is what it is. Finn Balor, I love the guy. It's actually the SAP Center is the place where I was inducted into the Balor Club. Oh, nice. Yeah, he said, uh, Balor Club, what do you think? And he looked up at me at the fans, and I said, oh, I'm Balor Club. He's like, me? I'm Balor Club? So, yeah. It was good It was good to see the R leader. Did you throw up your two sweet? Oh, I throw yeah. And especially since AJ was there last night, too. Yeah. I've actually received a two sweet from AJ. Nice. I haven't gotten one from Finn yet. Uh, so you'll, you'll get there. What makes this is my question? Question: <laughs> What makes a fan an official Bullet Club member? You have to sign the application. You didn't hear about that? Okay, because I was I thought it was just you get a two suite from everybody, uh-huh. and then you're officially in. No, you need to fill out the paperwork first. Fuck. Okay. Uh, next up is uh, probably the second worst match of the night: uh, Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. At least in my opinion, in a chairs match. Yeah. Well, uh, have you ever seen a good chairs match? Never. Before? Ever. Oh, only that one time in ECW when all the chairs came flying in on somebody. I forget who. Yeah, and it's not like it's not like anyone that pays like seven hundred dollars is going to throw their souvenir chairs oh, into that. the ring. No, yeah. no, no. Um, so even Ray's outfit was trash. So is it Basura. me? Is it me or did Randy Orton his jacket was like his sleeves were cut way too short? Oh, I didn't notice. Okay, I was too busy. Complaining about that mohawk on that mask. Oh, dude, I hate his like Mad Max look. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton. Uh, Ray gets the upper hand early on Randy Orton with a bunch of chair shots because he he meets him up at the ramp, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the end of the match had Orton set up a bunch of chairs, like four chairs in a line, trying to go for a devastating RKO. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Ray Mysterio does reverse it, slams Orton's head into the chairs. Create a finish. Um, Hurricane Rana while. Orton sitting on the chairs, yeah. pin and the win. Mm-hmm. The, the whole match was just chair shot after chair shot. Yeah, can we go to uh, the the sled spot? The sled spot. Yeah, Rey Mysterio conjures his uh, inner child uh, and his memories of sledding down the snowy hills, and he grabs the chair of San Diego. And, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he grabs the chair. And uh, runs and sleds on his stomach underneath the rope. You know how he does that slide? Yeah. To the outside? Absolutely. So he sledded his sled? He sled that out. Slid? Slid. I, is it but sled? But he was sledding. Sound, that still sounds weird, yeah. Yeah. So he sled out the ring yeah. and onto Randy Orton. That was great. You know, it's it wasn't just. that it was super creative. It was just funny. It's just this match, even going into it. It's really weird how much Orton is over in the Bay Area. Really? Yeah, like even at the house show the night before, uh-huh. huge pop. Huh. He, he seems like he loves Oakland for some weird reason. Wow. And even he got a big pop the other night in San Jose. Well, his dad has uh, old school roots out here with the Cal Palace. I bunch think, of memories I think there. he just likes coming out here for the legal yeah. weed. Yeah, probably That's too. probably what it is. He's um, Mr. Baby Oil himself. He did have a beautiful power slam. He always does. It's Randy Orton, dude. Yeah, but he, on Rey Mysterio, you know, he could fling him like a... 
fling him like a pancake. Like a rag doll. Uh, next up, we have Balor and uh, Ziggler. Balor's backstage. He's angry that someone helped him. And Ziggler says, hey, buddy. Dude, did you see the welts on his chest? On who, Balor? Yeah. Oh, dude. <coughs> He's going to be uh, in full T-shirt tonight. Oh, yeah. In that match. I have another sneaking suspicion about that match, too. Okay. Tonight. I think, and I know I'm just like throwing shit out there. Either the whole ba- uh, Baron thing's going to happen with Vince, mm-hmm. or this match is going to start raw, and then Vince is going to come out and say, kindly leave the, leave the ring now. And they're going to go, yes, sir. <laughs> I always love that spot. I don't know why. Yeah. But I always think it's like the coolest thing when Vince can come down and say, get the F out of my ring. Yeah. And they yeah, go, yeah. yes, sir. Yeah. Because it gets kind of like real. Uh, but Ziggler and uh, Balor Brawl in the backstage, they're going to have a match tonight on Monday Night Raw. Yep. Uh, next up is Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. First and foremost, can I say, people, please stop calling Ronda Rousey innovating and influential. She's not. She's stop inspiring. giving Nia props for a great match. This wasn't great. This no. wasn't awesome. This was just a match. It was just a match. And I think they're giving them credit because they got through the match without looking like two green like rookies. Yeah. Because yeah. they didn't look green, finally. And I say garbage because I would say that to any match that was like this. Yeah. It wasn't garbage, but they got through it without it, you know, looking horrible. Yeah, yeah. And uh, give them credit for that. Yeah. Don't say, I- I've seen everywhere on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere, everywhere. Uh, this is so influential. She's the, uh, no, 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 no. Come on, I definitely guys. don't think it was one of the, even top three worst matches no, of the no, night. No, no, no. Um, but it's actually probably one of the better matches of the night. It but was, it, it, was it was a match. Decent, it was a decent match with no botches. Exactly. Um, so Except the botch where <coughs> whoever um, put Pol- those flaps on Nia's outfit. Oh, God. That was the botch of the night. Um, and, well, when Rousey tried to hit that like that knee strike, mm-hmm. I didn't know what the fuck it was when that, I was there. Like, uh, I was like climbing these. Yeah, yeah, I was she like, went, she went monkey. Style. When I was there, I was like, what was? I had to ask the person next to me, what did she just do? And yeah, like oh, it was a knee strike. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Because mm-hmm. when I rewatch, I saw it on TV when I watched it. Yeah, and they looked decent. Did you notice her shorts? Uh, what about them? They were a almost carbon copy of tights worn by one Christopher Benoit. Oh, I didn't notice the um, the three um, slashes, the yeah. Wolverine yeah, slash yeah, marks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were even people. Oh, they were on her butt. That's right. They were pointing it out on Twitter um, all weekend. You Holy, know. I didn't put two and two together. And when I, why well, I didn't notice it until someone showed me. You know what I mean? I'm going to yeah. show you right now. Look at that. Oh, I will my put God. that picture yeah. on our Twitter or on our Facebook or Twitter to yeah, show everybody. Yeah, they do. They have the same designer. Yeah. Well, no, the, it was a straight up, you know, she was calling and uh, paying homage to him, which a lot of wrestlers, I think, as a wrestling performer standpoint, it's yeah. hard for them because they're like, mm-hmm. you know, this was either our friend or someone we looked up to or yeah. it's kind of like the dynamite kid. He was a horrible person. Yeah. But he like contributed uh, like a style that everybody mm-hmm. followed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher Benoit, you know, used the same style and everyone looked up to him and. Hell of a he, worker. He, that he guy didn't did, call in sick. He did a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, there is no getting around that. And I know people like Chris Jericho, you know, they've come out and said, like, well, he should be in the Hall of Fame or he should be. It's, I don't know, man. I'm not going to get into that right now. That's for another Yeah, show. it's one of those, um, do you praise the art or the person? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But that, this that, that's, guy, for, that's for everyone to decide th- on their this, own. Yeah, but this guy's above and beyond gross. 
Uh, let's kick it into the match. Multiple uh, fast strikes and Nia Jax to start the match. And that really bugged me because this isn't the big show versus Rey Mysterio. Yeah. And that's how the first couple of minutes of the match was booked. Yeah, exactly. So Ronda's like doing fast strikes. Nia Jax is like, like stumbling around the ring. Swinging. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like it, like she was acting like Andre the Giant in his later years. Yeah. No disrespect to him. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Andre was not very mobile. Yeah. yeah in his he later move, years. Yeah. So it, it just bugged me the first couple of minutes of this match. Um, <clears throat> That step-up knee looked so bad when I was there live. Uh, Nia eventually set up for a Super Samoan drop, but then fights out. Um, she hits a sunset flip power bomb to an arm bar to Nia Jax, and Rousey gets the submission and the win. Yeah, can we set a new rule, Vince, if you're listening? Uh, oh, what's that? You can only do uh, you can only kick out of a pin on the one count in the first minute of the match. I- After that, they all are mandatory two counts. Mandatory two counts. Uh, I'm belling the drama. Exactly. I'm belling the drama, damn it. Because Ronda's getting pummeled, and she's kicking out of, out of one count. I will agree. She is um, she's selling better than her first match. Remember her yeah, first match with Alexa sure. when she yeah. was just like, come on, bring it. I'm the, the HBIC, uh-huh. the head baddie in charge. <laughs> and, um, you know... It's at least she's selling a little bit, but at the same time, it's Ronda freaking Rousey. You're trying to book her as the the baddest woman on the planet, quote uh-huh. unquote. Yeah. Nah, I'm not buying it at that point. Yeah. But you know, it is what it is. I like I like your uh, your letter to Vince. So you think Vince, like whenever he goes somewhere, he listens to like the local pod. I'm gonna enjoy indulge in the local delicacies of city <laughs> wrestling radio. Oh, for sure he does. And and sourdough bread and crab. What do they have <laughs> in Sacramento? That's like food wise. Uh, food bland. I'm sure they got some <laughs> white bread. I'm sure they got some good food up there. Uh, uh, sure, bologna okay. sandwiches. Yeah, I love you, Sacramento. Um, but next up backstage was probably one of my um, my more favorite segments of the night. Nia Jax is backstage, looking a little whimpery. <laughs> I'm just I'm so sad I lost. And then walks Becky Lynch and says, "Hey, remember when you broke my face?" And beat down on Nia. It was just a, a, a kick and a punch. And knocked Nia down. That's all it took. And she said, keep my name out of your mouth. Oh, my God. I, dude, I rewound that so many times. It was great. I love Becky Lynch. I love her so much. She's my favorite wrestler. I don't want to give anything away, you know, for any shows we're going to have coming up. But, yep. you know, I love Becky Lynch. Yeah, she's my favorite. Right, right now, she's my favorite wrestler. She's too. the best thing happening in professional yeah. wrestling right now. Totally. And I would put her at the same exact level as the elite. And yeah. I don't care. You can... Argue with me all you want at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Argue with me. I will prove you wrong. Yeah. Becky Lynch is the hottest thing happening in professional wrestling right now. Um, next up, we have Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Good match. It was a good match. Yeah, I really good. enjoyed it. It was very, uh, it had a grudge match vibe to it. It was a little slow. I didn't like the ending. That's the only two things. Yeah, yeah. But that's is is because this isn't over. Yeah. That's the only reason why they ended it that way. Uh, so before the show, Brian did go on Periscope saying that when he wins tonight, he's going to switch the strap from a leather strap to a, a more biodegradable strap eventually. <laughs> I like that idea. Uh-huh. I hope he actually goes through with it. Yeah, me too. And I hope it's a green strap. I know it's not going to be. Yeah. yeah but yeah. if they put a green strap on the WWE title belt uh-huh. and they put that thing online, I'm buying it. I don't <laughs> care, dude. I will hold you to it. Uh, Brian does, uh, he, so he gets in the ring, he rolls right out just like he did in the Brock Lesnar match at Survivor Series. Yeah. He went old school, uh, 
heel on him. Eventually, uh, he is caught, though, by AJ Styles. Multiple chops to Brian. Back and forth between the two men. I do love Brian's black-on-black tights. Yeah. I thought he, for a second there, I was like, did he borrow those from Balor? <laughs> there was a different design on them. I know. I was trying to think, too. I was like, why would he borrow? And I'm like, oh, they're probably the same size. Like, out of everybody <laughs> on the roster, yeah, yeah. they're probably the closest in size. Yeah. Um, it was hard-hitting match between the two. Uh, Styles goes for eventually for a Styles clash. Brian rolls outside. They fight back into the ring. Uh, Brian kind of tries to beg for mercy, which I I always hate that. You know what I mean? Like, no, I love it. It's classic. It's it's very Ric Flair. I know. Yeah, oh yeah. But at the same time, it's like it it wasn't the worst thing. There was there was another thing I hated worse than this later in the night. Okay. Uh, AJ hits Brian though with a tiebreaker. You know, Ty Dillinger's finisher. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel reverses a reverse DDT into multiple strikes, um, having AJ's head into a suplex, and he does the yes kick, which Graves dubs him the bio kicks now. Uh, That's pretty smart. Uh, AJ goes for a forearm. Uh, Daniel Bryan tries to kick. AJ catches Bryan's leg into a dragon screw. Uh, Daniel, though, he goes for a running knee eventually, but is met by a drop kick to AJ. Springboard 450 to Daniel Bryan kick out. Uh, the end of the match, though... Because I'm not going to go through everything. Yeah, it, phenomenal it, forearm to uh a, to Daniel Bryan on the outside the of the outside, ring, yeah, off the barricade, mm-hmm. which is really cool. But I knew the second he hit that, he wasn't going to hit the inside. He was he wasn't going to hit it on the inside. Yeah. Uh, so he rolls. Uh, Bryan rolls back into the ring after that. AJ goes for the forearm again, misses, almost runs into the ref. Bryan then goes for a running knee, misses, and AJ goes for a cradle pin, but is reversed into Daniel's own cradle pin uh-huh. and the win. One, two, three. Wait, what? I hated that finish. I didn't. I thought I hate finishes that are abrupt like that, uh-huh. especially the way I don't know. I, I know you're right; it's not over, and there's going to be an ending to this. Yeah, but I just kind of felt like, really, well, you're going to get more. The match was super cerebral. The the psychology on this match was spot on. Yeah. Uh, okay, the ending you could I could see why you feel gypped. Yeah. Because you know you're at a pay per view. Let's end it right. But would you rather have the like match? Like five margaritas deep. Yeah. Would you rather have the match end like this, or would you rather the match end with another nut, nut shot when the ref wasn't looking? I kind of would prefer the nut shot, actually. Really? After all the other nut yeah. shots that AJ's been taking? Oh, yeah, you're right then. I don't know. I don't know. What I'd rather feel. have this than another nut shot. All right. I mean, I just don't know what to feel anymore, man. <laughs> I'm numb. I'm numb. From w- WWE has made me numb to professional wrestling. <coughs> uh, next up, we have Ronda Rousey backstage. She's smiley, smiley. She's with Smiley Johansson, um, Natalia, and Natalia. She's like, "Oh, that was so great! How you even got her ja- his jacket? Yeah, I know." <laughs> In walks Charlie. She wants to ask her. She says, "You know, you're the women's champion, but you said you had some unfinished business with Charlotte Flair. What do you have to say about that?" <laughs> so I just say payback. Is a bitch. She said payback's a bitch, right? <laughs> the gods have risen on this day and payback will rise to another dawn. I don't know. Not she, even. She just. <laughs> after this. I just don't like the way she goes from zero to 100 like that. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. She was all nice and smiley. Yeah. But and then all of a sudden, payback's a bitch. Mm. <sighs> Here we go. <clears throat> Next up, we have uh, Ambrose versus Rollins <laughs> in the. Worst match of the night. Okay, I told you I had a few. Um, I watched the match. I, mean, I watched the pay per view with you know with you know the kids and my niece and background. They were baking right, cookies right, and stuff. Right. And I was watching the pay per view, but later on, you know, I had a few adult beverages, 
and watch. You the want to get the real notes. opinions out there? <laughs> Listen to what I what I wrote here in my notes. Fuck these guys. <laughs> I said I don't care. Two drunk dudes fighting for the last cup of a keg. <laughs> <laughs> you were looking, were you like thinking about cake in the fridge or something? Like, you're just like, I know there's cake in the no, fridge. No, keg, a keg, oh, keg like keg. the last, the last Dude, uh, it was just cup so out bad. of keg. They seemed like two kids that were like wrestling. Like you know when you're wrestling with your cousin as a kid, uh-huh. you're just like, ah, ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a DDT. Whoa! Yeah, yeah it was yeah. so slow. The match never got started. Uh-huh. It just never kicked in the third freaking gear. Yeah, and also in my notes I have Dean wears the smallest necklace in wrestling history. What was up with Dean's <laughs> new jacket? The jacket was blue. It was so fashionable. First yeah. off. But did not fit his character at all because no, no. he even had like a little like snake charm thing. What was that? Well, I didn't even see that. There was like this pin on it, uh-huh. and it was like a snake. Oh wow! I, uh, dude, they must be going to like a different thrift store every week. Yeah. Why aren't they just holding on to the to one jacket? Yeah. It would make sense. It, it made they, more his more sense for him to go to the hate and go shopping. Ambrose, here, take another. Just hold on to the jacket. It's yeah. just like holding on to a title belt. Uh, guys, I, I lost the jacket again. I, I don't know. And it's funny because when he comes down, he's just like, oh, you're going to watch. You're going to watch what happens for like a minute. You're going to you're going to see. You're going to watch what happens. Yeah. You know? And, you know, Graves is like, yeah, we are going to watch what happens. <laughs> I said another one. I'm just this is my first time reading these. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, yes, this is boring. It's like watching your friend play 2K Towers and you just want to play two. You know, you just, it's <laughs> okay. Just let me play, man. I don't want to watch. So the beginning of the match had two men stare each other down. Uh, you know, they're supposed to be fighting like they're supposed to be super heated and like hate yeah. each other. Yeah. Yet they're staring each other down in the middle of the ring. Yeah. It made no sense. Um, the only thing about the, and then another thing was commentary was super weird. Renee yeah, yeah. and Corey Graves going back and forth, and you have Michael Cole interjecting like like he's shooting on it. You yeah. know, like Graves would say something. And then Colby, oh, okay, 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 that's enough, that's enough. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like, you know, breaking the fourth wall or some mm-hmm. BS, mm-hmm. but it's all scripted, and I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. What angle are they going for with yeah. this? Is Renee going to turn heel as a heel commentator? Is well, What good would that do? So they're going, Renee and him are going back and forth um, about, you know, Dean and Seth, and, you know, first he's like, first Graves says something like, well, how was Ambrose's uh, attitude when he came home for dinner the other night? Yeah. And then he said, oh, I'm sorry, Seth. I mean, and then, and then it just cut off. I was like, what? It was yeah. weird. And then, they, you know, they're arguing. Michael Cole shuts him down. Uh-huh. And then, you know, Renee tries to interject. And she says, well, you know, this has been affecting me because I'm a, I'm a reporter. And I'm trying to do my job as, a, as unbiased as possible. And Seth Rollins won't give me the time of day now. Which, okay, mm. you know, makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then she goes on to saying, you know, what Ambrose said, something about how, he was always the one that was always the workhorse of the shield and he yeah. was fighting and it felt like the other two men turned on him. And then Graves tries to be like, Oh, Oh, is that what you think? Renee? Is that what you think? Yeah. She's like, what? Dude, yeah. no, she clearly just said like, that's what her husband said, you know, or that's what Dean yeah, Ambrose said. He feels slighted or, and she said, and she even says, that's not how I feel. That's just what, what he said. What he said. Yeah. And I don't know. Um, so, like I said, it never kicked into third gear. Flying clothesline to Dean Ambrose. Um, the boring, the first uh, boring chance starts at the beginning of the match, uh, but doesn't really go anywhere. Then we get Rest Hold City. Uh, Ambrose then uh, starts targeting Rollins's knee. Uh, was, there wasn't. I will say that Rollins or Ambrose did hit a nice uh, Texas Cloverleaf to Rollins. 
It looked it looked nice. Yeah, I guess. Um, then the boring chance filled the entire arena, <sighs> and I was surprised. Um, like I said before, I didn't chant "This is boring," but I did clap along. Um, I started trying to get a "We Want Becky" chant going. There you go. Yeah. Because you know, I said I'm not. I don't want to sit here and say this is boring, but I will say I don't want to see this. Mm-hmm. I would try to get a "We Want Becky" chant. It didn't yeah. really catch on as well. You know, what I thought was really funny though last night. What the wrestling fans at a WWE show are kind of like cockroaches in the sense where if you do, <laughs> woo, you just everybody. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Nonetheless, sorry, I digress. Yeah. Um. So we go back to the match, and in the dumbest freaking move ever. Ambrose puts out his fist for the shield <laughs> fist bump, yeah. and Rollins is actually thinking He's about contemplating it. For, yeah, what? What is there to think about, buddy? What, dude? What is there to think about? Like you, like he severed ties. You guys are not friends anymore. Yeah. It's done. Uh-huh. Like move on, Mister Batman. Like he's dressed like Batman too. Did oh you yeah, that last yeah night? for sure. All black. Uh-huh. Um, then eventually they brawl to the outside. Uh, Rollins. Uh, hits a buckle bomb on Dean Ambrose into a barricade, and literally Rollins gets back into the ring, and at the freaking seven count, the seven count, he gets out because uh-huh. Ambrose is knocked out cold. Yeah, at the seven count, he goes outside to get Ambrose to bring him back into the ring. Why? You're the champ. Because as uh, Michael Cole quotes, he wants to beat him in the middle of the ring. Screw that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he brings Ambrose you back in the middle of the ring. You want to beat this guy up? You, you don't want. You don't care about defending your title you want to beat this guy up he uh brings him back in the ring he goes for the um the stomp eventually he's met with a dirty deeds or the pin and the win how that Ambrose, work out for you seth huh? exactly and i knew when that happened i said to the guy next to me i said he just handed his title over right there mm-hmm. and you know i know it's the writing i know it's not like well, yeah it's like you didn't do <laughs> this match could have been 10 times better a million times better. i'm telling you it wouldn't it they could have pulled out a five-star match it wouldn't have mattered because the storyline sucks the Absolutely. story that they're telling sucks. It's, Absolutely. It's not good. It, it sucks. It's horrible. Let's yeah. move on. And we've seen it before. They fought countless yeah. times. It, it's it just, was just reverse. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just like Elias and Lashley at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. We've seen these two wrestle. It was reverse. Yeah. Lashley yeah. was the face. Elias was the heel. Right. Everything, right. you know, mm-hmm. pisses me off. But luckily, we have one luckily, more match. Luckily, we had one more match, mm-hmm. and it was the match I was looking forward to all night. Oh, I was juiced. I don't get it. I actually saw some people leave after Ambrose and Rollins. <gasps> like, I, I know one guy in my row left at least. What? Yeah. Well, he was wearing a LeBron James uh, Lakers jersey. Makes sense. Totally. Gotta uh, beat traffic. Yeah. You know. You know how San Jose traffic is. <laughs> I don't know. It was just. Um, it was. It was disheartening to me. Yeah. All three women. They come down. They stare each other down. Oscar though. So this is Oscar, Charlotte, Becky for the SmackDown Live Women's Title. Mm-hmm. Um, Oscar hit a drop kick to Becky Lynch while Becky and Charlotte are arguing over each other. Oscar beats down on all three women or all, both women. Eventually, though, they brawl to the outside. Chairs, kendo sticks. They they pulled all the stops. Everything, yeah. Um, Oscar then fights back, uh, power bombs Charlotte through a table into a corner. Uh, Becky gets in the ring. Chair shots to. Uh, I literally took deep notes on this. It's crazy. <laughs> Michael would be proud of me with these notes. <laughs> Um, Oscar gets back in the ring. She climbs up the ladder. Oh, and then the ladder spot on the outside. So Becky sets up. So, okay. Charlotte rips apart the German announce table. Uh-huh. She sets, uh, then Becky comes over, puts Charlotte and Oscar on the table. Yeah. Pulls a leg drop off a ladder onto the table. Yes. The table barely breaks. Yeah. She had to like double land on it. And like she bounced off of Charlotte. Yeah. And you hear Charlotte scream. 
oh god oh yeah and i legit for a second was like oh my god and i at the show i you know re-watching i'm like i know she didn't get hurt yeah because i saw her finish the match uh-huh. but watch if i that was my first time watching it i would have been legit concerned for her no i was because she i thought she could have broken a rib yeah no every single replay had that that sound that oh sound god oh yeah um but i mean i yeah oscar then gets back into the ring to climb the ladder Becky meets her, uh, meets her on the side of the ladder. Both women exchange blows. Charlotte gets back in the ring with the kendo sticks uh, because, man, there were so many shots to Becky Lynch that night. Oh, yeah. I know she took 12 from Asuka when Asuka oh, got the kendo sticks. 12 <laughs> kendo sticks shots. Um, Asuka then celebrates on the outside. Spear to Asuka through a barricade by Charlotte. Um, spear, like I said, Becky and Charlotte one-on-one in the ring. And then we had an O'Day to Stone Cold with a Thez Prez and uh, the punches yeah, by Becky Lynch yeah. to Charlotte. Um, they fight on the outside. Swanton to Becky through a table on the outside that was set up earlier. Good God. Uh, Charlotte sets up a ladder where she's met by Asuka. Becky then brings another ladder into the ring. It's funny because she looked like she had trouble carrying that ladder when I, when I was yeah. at the show. Uh-huh. Like she barely got into the ring. Well, I think it was huge. That thing was like three times her size. Yeah. Um, Becky sets up the second ladder, climbs up the second ladder. Oscar falls off. I like how she reaches like she can reach the, the, the title. Oh, yeah, from the second ladder. <laughs> yeah, you're too far away. Charlotte then climbs onto the second ladder yeah. with Becky. Um, they're fighting. Out comes Ronda Rousey. Ah. They should have played her music first off. They should have. Because um, I don't like runs, run-ins without music, unless it's mm-hmm. like a secret run-in. But yeah, this, was yeah, a, yeah. this was super, like, she's here. Uh-huh. You know, everyone saw her walk out. Mm-hmm. She comes in, goes under the first ladder. So keep that in mind. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna remember that. Uh-huh. It's bad luck. You're right. Walking under ladders <laughs> yeah. is bad luck. Yeah. So she walks under the first ladder to knock the second ladder over with uh, Becky and Charlotte on it. Yeah. Uh, she walks out of the ring and Charlotte and Becky are knocked down and Oscar sees her opportunity, ex- uh, extends her hand after and climbing I'm, the ladder. I'm like, no way. Is this? Gonna happen? And Is you're this really gonna happen? You're new. SmackDown Live Women's Champion. Congratulations, Oscar. Long time coming. Oscar, it's eight months too late, but you know, <laughs> you know, as our buddy Christopher Willis would say, it's eight months too late. But you know, it it is what it is. Uh, former former show, uh, uh, host of the show, Nick Wins, that was there. He deserves to be there. You know, mm-hmm. I know Oscar was his favorite favorite wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're not bearing Oscar. Twelve months later. Exactly. They're right. not burying Oscar. They're not burying Oscar. So that was TLC. It was a, it was a show. Um, I literally, <laughs> I left happy because that was the main event. If Ambrose and Rollins was the main event, oh, I would have. Oh, I would have been pissed. Oh my god. I would have. I would have. I would have wanted my money back. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I, I know I wouldn't have gotten it, but I would have wanted it. It is what it is at that point, and we move yeah, on yeah, yeah. to another day. I know we would have been talking about it today. Like they should have just made the TLC women's match the main event. Exactly. But they knew how to end the show. Yeah. They knew the hottest thing in professional wrestling right now is Becky and Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, It's only going to get more heated from here on. What do you think is going to happen? So we we are recording this during what Raw is being filmed in Sacramento. Yeah. I don't know anything. Have you have any updates? I haven't heard anything. Okay, good. What's gonna happen now? Is like Charlotte, how how are we gonna is get Charlotte gonna come out tonight? Is Becky coming out tonight? Because one of them's gonna confront Rhonda. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's Charlotte. I think Charlotte's gonna come out tonight uh-huh. and confront Rhonda Rousey after what happened last night. I think we're gonna get Charlotte and Rhonda at the Rumble, and then we're gonna get 
Becky winning the Rumble, something's going to happen with her and Nia going forward. Becky? Becky and Becky Nia. Nia. Yeah. I think it, there's a good possibility, and I don't, I'm not hoping this will happen, that they can both fall out at the same time mm-hmm. at the final two in the Rumble, yeah. and then they have to have a match at uh, Fastlane yeah, or something. Yeah. Whatever it, it is, yeah. And then Becky then goes on to face Ronda, mm-hmm. because Becky's going to beat Ronda. Yeah, for sure. And if she doesn't, um, they're bearing Becky. <laughs> you know, we right, we right. Y- yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's interesting. What do you think's gonna happen? Oh man, it's 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 it can go either way. I think if it, the logical step would be for Ronda to make the move to SmackDown, but she's the champ. Yeah. So they have to open borders in order to have both Becky and Charlotte come over to Raw. They do. They have to either open borders or, yeah, yeah. I think borders are going to get open tonight. You know, because it, it, it makes sense if you do one of those, you know, okay, we're going to trade uh, Becky for... Yeah, Trump, listen somebody. to your buddy Vince. Open the borders. <laughs> <They're gonna> trade. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes more sense than Vince going, okay, we're, we're coming in, we're going to do a trade for this person, for this person, this person, for that person. And that just gets convoluted and crazy. Lars Sullivan might be there tonight. It will probably be there tonight. He, oh, so that means Aleister Black is going to kick his ass on the way I in? hope so. Awesome. I can't wait. If that happens, I'm, I'm dude... I'm, yeah, I'm going to poop my pants yeah. in excitement. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's interesting to see what's going to happen going forward. I just realized that one thing we're going to get from SmackDown is our, I think our next um, Oscar's next opponent, Sonya yeah. Deville. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I think they were teasing it a couple of weeks ago uh-huh. and that was it the was it a battle royal? Yeah, 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 to yeah, get, yeah. yeah to, to get, get to, to get a position in that match. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they were teasing in that and I definitely think that's the next Okay. I'm in. Yeah. She's not going to beat Oscar. Oscar's no, 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 hold no, that no, title for a long time. I hope so, especially with the top women moving their way over to Raw. She's going to hold it for a long time, and then eventually Lana's going to beat her for it. Oh, don't say that. Don't, <laughs> don't say that. Where's the wood? Where's the wood? Knock on wood. All right, guys. Let's. Hey, guys. You guys listening and us here in the city, let's get out of here. Yeah. Um, it's been a long day of talking about TLC, and we still have to watch Raw tonight. We still have to watch Raw. We'll talk to you about it tomorrow. So we'll we'll see you tomorrow with the Raw review, hopefully Raw. with Noah Watts. Fingers yeah, crossed. We'll see. We'll see if he's here. I know the kid's been busy. He's yeah, been, and he's, he's traveling right now, going uh, Stockton, Sacramento. I don't know where he's at. Yeah. He's all over the place. Yeah. He's on the scene reporter for City Wrestling Radio. There you go. Hopefully he gets us a, a bumper here. Yeah, hopefully. I'm getting, that's hard to get WWE one. Yeah, they're like, nah, dude. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe if you stick around long enough or get there early enough. No, I think it's like a, a contractual thing. Oh. Like they can get in legit trouble. Yeah, because they're promoting. So well, we're we're not for profit, because, though. Okay, because okay, what if we said, like, we we had, like, this is Randy Orton, you're listening to City Wrestling. And then all of a sudden we're like, yay, we're racist, you know, we're sexist, you know, things like uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. But, yeah. like, that could happen to them. You know, they That's can true. promote That's a true. podcast. Yeah, yeah. That, that but promotes. at the same time, though, we're not for profit, so... I mean, we are we're all in for profit. If you, we're not going to shy your money away, <laughs> but you know, right now we're not making any money. Exactly. So, hey, and yeah. we we're doing this for school, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of school, KCSF Radio is on TuneIn. If you'd like to tune in, tune in, tune in. All right, guys, let's get out of here for City Wrestling Radio for the wonderful KCSF for me, Corey Smith. For me, Jose Osegueda. I'm Corey Smith. I am Jose, City Wrestling J, and we will see you tomorrow with the Raw Radio. CWR Jose, if you want to do a little search on Twitter, and uh, get my late night rants. I have Japanese characters as mine. That's at Corey Smith.
Yeah, play acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are weird about that stuff. I don't know. I am. Not all right. Me. All right. Government ain't gonna keep tabs on me. All right. Oh my god. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Got my living.